Welcome to FacingMelsMusic.com podcast featuring some of the most heartwarming stories from musicians all around the world on FacingMelsMusic.com. And welcome to Facing Mel's Music. This is Mel Golding and I have a very interesting guest all the way from Toronto, Canada. Welcome, Dr. B. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's an absolute pleasure and it, I'm really thrilled to be talking with you because you're wearing several hats as well. <laughs> You've got a, a lot going on. Yeah. yeah, a couple. I got a couple. Oh, it's amazing. So, I mean, let's let's talk. You're a musician. Yeah, yeah. And you are making music in the EDM and hip hop genre, is that correct? Yeah, um, EDM, hip hop, uh, pop music as well. Great. And um, uh, for my visual album, Mm -hmm. I also have opera music, classical, uh, cinematic music as well. Um, But it's, you know, based on the concept of the album. But uh, half of the album is different. Half of the album is chamber classical music. And then the second half is actually house music. Um, There's a little techno. There's there's pop music as well. Mm -hmm. But it blends in nice. As the story evolves, um, the visuals change. And I thought it would be really cool if the music changed, right? And to do it kind of subtly and, and have it really blend. So, oh, yeah. lovely! This is. Let me get this straight. Is this the brand a brand new album that you've released? Have you released it? No, no. It's. I'm still working on it You're right still now. Still working on it. Wow. Yeah. Is this the? Because uh, you sent me the Dragonfire trailer. Is it to do with that? Yes. Yes. That's it. Oh. It's, it's a visual album. Yeah. And uh, wow. all the music is done. I finished right. the music. Um. I think the last song. I just made one more song about a month ago. I decided yeah. to add it to the album. But okay. there's about 20 songs on there. Right. And um, all the music is completely finished. Um, right. We're almost finished all the storyboards and the artwork for the visual That's album. amazing. Amazing. And then um, there's also voice actors involved that I hired uh, right. to do narration and play certain characters. Okay. Um, so all the writing's done, but I still need Zeus to record a couple of lines. This guy I hired in the UK. Right. I, no, no, not. He's in, I think he's in Ireland. Okay. Uh, his name's Ricky. He's amazing. He's, okay. He's the guy you hear on the trailer, the narrator. Yes. Yeah. So he's telling the story uh, from Zeus's perspective. So he right. plays Zeus. And uh, we have a few more lines to record with him. But then right. after that, we have uh, post-production with all the, the special effects and right. the animation. So that'll probably yeah. take six months, maybe eight months. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it should be ready in about a year. Oh my goodness. I mean, I'm not surprised, to be honest. I mean, I've seen just a snippet of it, really. Um, but the work involved, the artwork is fabulous. Um, well, I'm so glad you liked it. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I, I love me. I'm into film music myself. I'm, we're kind of going in with my stuff as well. We're going in that direction. Oh, I'm thrilled to, to be speaking with you and to um, learn of your works. Where did the concept come from, this concept for a visual well, album? If I can be entirely honest, um, I use Please a lot do. of I use a lot of cannabis. So okay, that's okay. Listen, that's fine. You can be as honest as you like. Yeah, half the time I'm probably not in my right frame of mind. But oh, bless you. Okay, but um, I I started. Yeah. You know, when COVID happened, um, yeah. everybody mm. was home a lot and you know doing oh, a lot yeah. of things, and I was practicing. I play multiple yeah. instruments, so I was like rehearsing and practicing, getting ready mm. for shows. Yeah. And then I, I came up with this idea, like I wanted to do something when everything was opened up again. I wanted mm. to do a new show, but I wanted to do something that was unique and different. Right. I didn't, and I thought my idea was, I think there's a lot of people who want something unique and different, like a live show. I mean, we've yep. all gone to the same regular shows and those are all fine. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to provide, you know, a, just a completely different experience. Yes. And I wanted to tell this deep story, but at the same time, have um, live, uh, like a live orchestra playing yes. it. So oh, wow. I was in the process of hiring uh, 10, 10 musicians, hmm. uh, and I was putting together a chamber orchestra. Yeah. So it's about eight to 10 musicians all playing, you know, the percussion, flutes, and violins, just- and all that. Yeah. And but then there were so many inconsistencies with mm. the opening closing opening and closing. So then I said I can't control this. I can't rehearse 
in a safe way, you know, some people are getting sick, some people aren't. It was just so inconsistent. So then I thought, you know, it'd be really great if I just made a visual album. And that way, everybody in the world can enjoy it. Um, And when I, you know, do my tour, then I can, you know, kind of do it the way I wanted to do it. And and I felt like by that point in time, by the time the the tour does come around, things will be much more stable and consistent and probably, you know, much safer. Right. Um, Hopefully. So, yeah. So that's, yeah, hopefully. (laughs) So that's where the visual album, the concept, I just kind of changed it. Yeah. And as I was changing it, and developing the story more, it just, I just kept adding to it and adding to it. And it just grew into this major deep story and deep concept with all these yes. characters and so you uh, developed and different houses. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the creator. So you are the creator I'm, of the storyline yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. I created the story. I wrote the hats whole story. Off. Hats I, off to you. Amazing. You. Hats off to you. I produced it. Uh, the trailer that you saw, I wrote yeah. the whole trailer. I produced it. I directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the only thing I didn't do was the narration. Oh, and the special effects and, and the artwork. That, okay. I have a team that does that. Shout out to Alex. Yeah. He's in Russia. He's like one of my favorite people in the world. Fabulous. Alex, oh. does, uh, Alex and a couple other guys do the animation. And I have oh. Vlad and a couple other people doing um, the storyboards that you see behind yes. me. Yes. Yeah. All Very the cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then, of course, there's Ricky out in Ireland. He's one of the voice actors. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're having a great time. So it's amazing. It's amazing. And, uh, you know, when I'm looking, I'm thinking of your music and I'm looking at the art and you're talking about the entire experience of the visuals with the sounds going together. And it really does bring something to life here and with the story. I don't know what the storyline is just yet. Maybe you don't want to say too much about that just yet and give it all away. Uh, Okay, go go for it. I'll tell you a little bit about it. Oh, yeah, please do. For anybody who wants to get a a really good idea of what it's about, please check out the trailer on uh, YouTube. Okay. It's called Dragonfire. But the main story is about, um, like, in my music myself, um, my character, Hmm. my music is mostly about my character traveling through time and having different experiences uh through music right so for me um the doctor which is pretty much my character in all my stories in this story it takes place in the 14th century okay and he's a master of five uh, instruments as well as dark magic yes and in this story magic is a it's a very heavily influenced um not idea but it's something that exists a lot and the average Mm. person can learn magic but Mm. just like anybody else some people are more gifted some people have more natural ability Mm. and the doctor is one of those people so and in this story there's 10 different houses Mm. and similar to something which you would see in game of thrones or lord of the rings it's very uh inspired uh by those those films and television shows i'm a huge fan of those shows oh yes um Mm-hmm. Anyways, one of the, the most powerful houses is the House of Helios, which is the dragon house. And these, pe- these people look like you and me, right? I thought yeah. it'd be really cool to have dragons, but okay. th- for them to actually be people with flying dragons, right? So, okay. th- so some of these people have wings. Some yep. of them don't. Um, a lot of them, they, they're not... Uh, weird looking like they have little scales on their face so you could tell they're different and you could tell they're reptilian to a certain point but at the same time they still look human right so it's a little it looks cool but it's Mm. a little it's a little weird like it's like wait a second who is that (laughs) yeah like a bit disturbing in a way yeah yeah so um provoking Mm. yeah you could check out uh my twitter page i am drb6 Okay. Um, I share like a lot of uh, storyboards and pictures of the dragons and different characters. You guys can check it out over there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and then there's also the house of the giants and they work yep. with uh, the dragons mm. and together combined, they formed an alliance <clears throat> and together they control four houses out of the 10. So they right. control the majority of uh, Terra, which I refer to as the earth realm. Right. And in this world, it's very heavily influenced by Greek mythology and the okay. old gods. My yes. family's half Greek. I even speak some Greek. So I love right. Zeus and, and Hera and all the, the characters, okay. Ares. So in this world, the old gods, they created Earth. They created right. all the, ha- the houses. They created the characters. Yeah. And it just evolves from there. It all mm. pretty much starts on the Queen's 209th birthday. 
Goodness. And on that day, they invite the doctor to come down to perform for the queen and they have this huge celebration. Right. And it's all like the celebration is heard throughout all the 10 kingdoms. Right. And after, after the uh, huge event, mm-hmm. the queen and the, her father, who's known as the God King, right. they ask him to stay. You know, the, the queen grows quite fond of the doctor. Mm. So they spend some time together for several months. But her real love, her real passion is war. So she okay. sees an opportunity to take another house. Right. So she sends the giants and some of the dragons to attack another house. And so, right. But the giants, um, they wanted the doctor to come with him along this long journey for entertainment, to play the music, for conversation. During these times, these, these journeys on these ships took weeks, if not months. Right. Right. So he's on. So there's a lot of images of him on the boat playing the drums and the giants are singing and they're having a great time until it's war. And then then they storm the beach and then it all kind of takes place from there. And then you see the what happens to uh, the Dragon Queen. And then you're introduced to another character called the Faceless Man who is uh, in pursuit of the Queen. And it all I don't want to give too much away, but it all takes place from there. And yeah. um, it evolves and it even, they even at a certain point were introduced to the dark elves and right. you see what happens in the elven kingdom. Mm. Um, there's also uh, the, the, the Nero, which is the water people. They were Goodness. created by Poseidon. Right. So there's, there's these really cool scenes I designed. Uh, mm. There's like this battle scene mm. where you see the people, the water tribe, they're actually underwater. That's a right. whole battle that takes place underwater, and they're creating like these wow. water tornadoes oh, that brilliant. spin around while the oh, dark fantastic. elves are attacking. It's it's really cool. So yeah. I thought it would be really cool to design these scenes, but yeah, set it towards music. Yes, right? yes. So when you're seeing yeah. like these huge action scenes and yeah. bombs and explosions yeah. and these different effects, but you, it, the music you're hearing is like opera, right? Yes. And you're hearing like this slow paced music. Yeah. So yeah, I thought mm. it was pretty cool. And, um, very we're different. On it right now. Yeah. We're very on it right different. Now. It feels like you're writing a movie basically. It, in a, in a way it kind of <laughs> is. I, yeah. when I first started, I didn't, um, plan for that. It right. just kind of evolved. And, um, yeah, that's interesting. When I was done writing the visual album, when we started really like putting it all together, yeah, I realized, in a way, this is kind of like an audio film, right? Yes. So when you when for all my fans and listeners, um, yeah. who who check out the audio version, right. not the visual album, yeah, that I actually made that different. So okay. when you, I wrote it in a way so when you close your eyes, you're right. going to hear the narration. You'll hear actors. Mm-hmm. But I really, really, really wanted you to get lost in this world. Mm. Like whether maybe you're at work, maybe you're Mm. on the bus, Mm. whether you're at home, I wanted you to kind of close your eyes, put on your headphones and say, oh my God, I can feel Zeus. And you hear the lightning. And then there's also a scene in the... uh, and on the album where there's a war that takes place between the old gods and the new gods. Yeah. Okay. Ares creates the new gods and there's this huge war that takes place on Olympus. And I thought, what would that sound like? Right. Like if from, from an audio point of view, Mm. if you just close your eyes. So yeah, I'm trying to make something a little unique and different. Uh, The visual album. Yeah. Yeah. When you you see it, it's one experience, but then I also wanted the the fans to get a different experience when they heard like the audio version. Right. So, so the, um, the narration's a little different. There's okay. a little bit more actors in it. Um, yeah, and yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to do a different concept. It's brilliant. Oh, oh thank you. it's brilliant. It's great. And I love I love the fact that you just said that you just literally walked into it. It's something that just develops. So you must have yeah. really been following it on a passion level to do that. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I started doing, it's been like 18 months now I've been working on this. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised, actually. I mean, it's really involved. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you've had, how long have you been in the in the business? How long? Because you've got like 10,000 uh, listeners on Spotify a month, haven't you? I mean, I read that and you, yeah. you've done so much. How, how long have you been do, making music and being um, in the scene, basically? Well, I've only... Uh, started releasing music uh, right. since 2019. Okay, right. But prior to that, I mm-hmm. took like a 15 year break. 
Um, okay. I used to be in the music business. I used to live in New York City. Yeah, I right. was in the music business in the early 2000s. Okay. So I worked with like uh, Swizz Beats, uh, some guys from Rockefeller Records. Okay. Um, Just Blaze. Uh, I worked right. with uh, Mashanda, Swizz's ex-wife at the time. Um, yeah. Like a bunch of people. Yeah. Things were going really well. Um, yeah. But for me, I wasn't happy. I didn't like a lot of the music I was making. Um, right. I didn't like the the music business in general. Not, mm. I didn't like, um, okay. I had a distribution deal with Ryko uh, Distribution. They're owned by Warner Brothers. Okay, yeah. And there was mm-hmm. a guy in charge that I had to deal with. His name was Neil. I didn't mm. like him. I okay. thought he was a real ass. <laughs> he wasn't nice at all. Oh, dear. That's what I want you to say. <laughs> one, one, of the, one of the first times I met him, well, this just goes to tell you what type of person he is. One of the, mm. I walked into his office, and he had a bunch of porn just stacked up on his desk. Dear God. And I said, okay, if you want to watch porn, that's your business, but yeah. we're having a business meeting. Yeah. Why is there <laughs> that's, that's shocking. I, that is, I, I never that said is. anything. I never, because uh, I you was like, what the shocked, hell? Probably you were shocked. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of looked at my lawyer and he looked at me and he shrugged his shoulders and is I that? acted like I didn't see it. And oh no, I signed my contract and I walked away. <laughs> oh my Lord. Dear. Yeah, but you know, that's I mean, crazy. I that, know. that was one of my first meetings with him. So he's just, there's like a lot of people like that that I had to meet. Really? And between that and the uh, excessive drugs that are always around, the day drinking, and I I just couldn't take it anymore. So (laughs) I I left the music business. And about uh, in 2018, I really wanted to get back into it. And I saw that the way the industry is now, Mm. you don't have to deal with all that. Right? You don't need... You don't mm-hmm. need a major distribution. You don't even need yep. a record label. You could do yep. whatever you want, put out the music you want. Yep. And what I love the most mm. about it, it's it's a direct link, a direct contact yes. between myself and, and my fans public. and listeners. That's right. There's no yeah. bullshit. Yes. Right? Yes. There's no yeah. this, that, that just, yeah. just you and them. And if you yeah. really just focus on that. Yeah. If you and I truly mean that, mm. if you just focus on that, yes, it will all work out. Doctor B, you sound like me talking. <laughs> all right, okay. Although I, d- I have to say, um, ha- happily, I didn't walk in on any pornography or anything like that. But, um, which is thank God for that. But you yeah. know, it, like I always say, the music business—you got the music and the business—and they're two very separate things. Um, yeah. And the people that you encounter along the way and the difficulty in getting there. I used to call them, actually, I used to call record labels like the brick wall in between you and the public, you and the people. That's a good way of Brick wall. And for some reason, you know, because I've I've been in in the the business for many years, actually, and I've been so close to many deals here, there, right? Never quite got beyond that brick wall. And that's because there's always some person who's making the decision okay yeah, but now what you're true. saying is we have not that brick wall down now yeah. and you, and now you can do what you want when you want exactly you and no one decide. And no, you decide yeah, exactly no one's telling you no. how to do it no. i mean i really feel it's really up to you and if you want to go Ooh. for it um yeah. go for it yeah. you have no excuses no right no not, no. not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, the, the difficulties are in some ways it's more competitive because the everyone's got access, you know, so well, there's more people doing it. Yeah. Maybe. That's the bad part, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody, yeah. you got 10 million people competing yeah. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, everybody wants your yeah. 10 minutes or five minutes, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. What I realized <laughs> is I'm a little different from most people. Yeah. Um, besides being kind of weird, but <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come on to some weird stuff in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, most artists yeah. and musicians are kind of weird. And oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. all kind of a little off. Yes. But I realized that <laughs> most people want that immediate gratification, yeah. that immediate satisfaction. Mm. Yeah. Like, I put something out. I want a million streams. Mm. The thing with me is, I'm very realistic. Yes, you have right? to be. 
Mm-hmm. I'm very realistic and I'm more yeah. realistic. I'm yeah. probably more realistic than most artists because Good. I I know what to expect. Most yeah. artists yeah. release something and have false expectations. Yes. Or unrealistic expectations. Yep. Like I'm not at the point where mm-hmm. I'll put out a song and get a million streams. Yeah. That's not what the stage yeah. I'm at. Yeah. Um, but I do have mm-hmm. over eleven thousand monthly listeners. That's fabulous. That's great. Right? One thing that I've been focusing on, I knew that um, if I released a song, it wasn't yeah. going to blow up overnight. But you know what I could do? Mm. I could release another song. Yes. And then I could release another one. Yes. And then I could release another one and another mm. one and another one and another one and 10 more and 20 more. And now I'm about to release my 51st single. Oh, and amazing. do you know what that got me? What it got me was consistency. Yes. What it got me was my my listeners started turning into fans and some mm-hmm. of my fans started turning into diehard fans because wow. they saw that mm-hmm. I'm a real artist and that yeah. I'm taking this seriously. Somebody yeah. who puts out a song, like in 2020, mm-hmm. I put out one song a week for like seven months. Yeah, my- Anybody that drops a song, like one <laughs> song a week for months or a year at a time, that's, that's somebody who's serious. That's somebody who's taking this yes. very seriously. Yep. Which means your listeners understand that they translate it translates. Mm. They say, Hey, he's mm. giving me another song. Let me check it mm. out. Oh, I get another one. Yeah. He's giving me mm. another song. Mm. What a lot of artists mm. don't understand is they put out one song <laughs> and they think it's gonna get half a million, a million streams, and their whole career is set, and that's it. And then when it doesn't happen, they're like, well, yeah. what, what did I do wrong? You didn't yeah. do anything wrong. It's no. just that no one knows who you are. Yeah. And on and unless you have a certain amount of money. Yes. To put into promotion, marketing, yep. radio, it's not going to happen. Exactly. But what yep. you can do is build it up over time. Yes. And yes. you can build up your own base to the point where if you just mm. give it time, you could start getting those monthly checks start mm. coming in because you have so many monthly listeners. Yeah. Everybody's streaming your stuff. Now, yeah. now, three years later, I'm getting a lot of radio play. Really? Three years. Oh, good. Uh, I'm getting radio play in Norway, uh, the UK, yeah. uh, Miami, uh, Toronto, uh, Greece. Greece started playing my music, which is wow. really cool. That's lovely. This is all very extremely yeah. exciting, right? It's yeah. it's nice to see that after three years, yes, it's all starting to yes. kind of connect. And here's the great yeah. thing about it. Yeah. When people discover me on the radio for the first time, you know what they do? They say, oh, wow, that was a cool song. Let me Google it. Right. Then they Google your name and then they come up to your catalog and then yes. you, you know what they see? A beautiful surprise. Oh my yes. God, he's got dozens yeah, exactly. of songs. Yeah. And then what they do is they start listening to almost every track. Yeah. yeah. And then you, yeah. then as an artist, you start making mm. more money because all your songs now start getting Being played. Yes. Yeah. Over yeah. and over right. and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's my advice to any. That's you great, know, great advice. Oh, that is you. brilliant advice, and yeah, that's my advice for anybody putting out music. Yeah, or yeah, if you know, yeah, don't. It's great if you blow up overnight and go viral. Mm. Everybody would like that. Yeah, but try mm. to focus on the long term game. Yes, right? let your absolutely. fans and listeners know you're really going to be yeah. here, and they yeah. should invest time in you because you're serious. Mm. You're a real artist. You're not like a one off. Precisely. That's the mark of a true artist, isn't it? When you're you're looking at that dedication, I suppose. Yeah. It's real dedication. People aren't stupid. They know. No. They of know. Course. Of course. <laughs> they yeah. Know. Yeah. 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 You're not like a one hit wonder and then that's it. Yeah. You know, it's that that key word, consistency. It's really interesting you pull that word out because you know I'm a therapist as well. I'm a counselor. Oh, you and- are? Yeah, yeah. It's so amazing. Yes. I'm in school to be a psychologist. I know. I want to talk about that. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> I know. I want to talk about it. Um, like I say, wearing several hats. I think we're yeah. both on a bit of a parallel here. Um, but that element of consistency is so vitally important, even in a counseling relationship, because yeah. they can count on the fact that you're going to come back, you know, mm-hmm. and there's something in that that is just, you know, they, they're drawn to you and they tr- it's trust. I think it's trust. In the end, it is, it is, I think it's it is. trust you build actually. It is, you build with, you know, a with good your rapport. fans. Yeah, yeah. A, good you build rapport. a good rapport. Yeah. You build uh, hmm. a good relationship. Yeah. And over time, like I said, you start, hmm. build, you start developing uh, diehard fans. Yeah, right. And those diehard fans, let hmm. me tell you, 
They mm. will DM you. They will mm. follow you. They yeah. will stream your music. They yeah. will buy anything yeah. and anything. Um, yeah. You tell them to buy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and it's 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 great that there are some yeah. people that like your music um, yeah. just a little bit more than everybody else. Yeah, you know? and that's cool. Yeah, that, that's I think that's really cool. It really is, and what you say about the the element of time, and it is over time, really. Like you said, I was literally, I can't believe you're saying these things now. I was thinking of them earlier. Like, unless you've got a whole bunch of cash to put in that direction and to make it go bang, right, yeah. in a big way, it, it solely relies on you, mm-hmm. and it takes that consistency, and it's over a period of time, like you say. But once your stuff is up there and sitting up there and it's available, and you catch someone's attention with I guess what you're going to catch people's attention with your recent um the one you're working on you haven't finished yet yeah once, so. once they go to that they're going to go back to others as well so you'll be building on your fan base on yeah this. definitely definitely I have um yeah you know really I had cool. a I had a neighbor I forget his name um okay. what the heck was his name I can't remember off the top of my head anyways this was about two and a half, three years ago. I, I moved yeah. since then. Right. And um, we're, he was a little bit younger than me, but he's a singer, right? Mm-hmm. So one day we're outside shoveling. He only lived like two houses away from me. So I'm mm. shoveling the snow. He comes mm. out, we start talking and he says, yeah, I'm a singer. So we start mm. talking a little bit more and he starts telling me how he's all upset because he oh. released this song and it's not, I guess, doing what he expected um, oh. it thought it was going to do. Now, for yeah. me personally, I thought it was a really great song. And yeah. I think he's a really talented singer. Yeah. I even offered to work with him uh, okay. to produce some of his stuff. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is that he had put all his time and his energy and his false hopes and false dreams into this one track. Oh. And when, it, when he didn't get right. the, the rewards he was expecting or hoping to receive. He yeah. just took completely and totally got depressed. Oh God. He couldn't, he couldn't function. So I told right. him, I said, you know, I, we, um, mm-hmm. I called him a couple of times and I said, Hey man, I know you're, you know, kind of down about this track, but I've been where you are. I have, you know, a lot of songs out and the difference between me and you is I wasn't expecting to get a million streams. Maybe you were, mm-hmm. but you need to realize that mm. you're going a million just because you didn't get it overnight. That doesn't mean yeah. you're not going to get a million streams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now you got 50,000, then yep. you get 51 and That's 52 it. and mm. so on and so forth. In the meantime, let's yep. make some songs, man, and yep. give people a reason yeah. to, you know, stream your stuff and say, yeah. oh, it's got a new track. Yeah. 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 And you know what happened? What? He he stayed in his depression, and I released seven more songs. Oh, right. And he's still depressed. He's still depressed. Oh dear. I was just trying to express to him, you're wasting time. Right. Stop getting all hung up on this one song. Oh, bless him. Let's like release some more songs. And I'm not saying you can't promote it. Oh. Keep promoting that song, but let's release some more songs and let's, you know. Send him my way. I'll talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to him. I'll have to. Oh, you're going to have to send him my way. I yeah. mean, and there you are again. There you are again. There's that word, expectations, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and you're looking at the expectations kind of on a time frame, like you say. And I think most of the younger generation is what I find is that they have – Oof, the expectations are, are quite um, scary, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that um, immediate It's immediate gratif- now, impatient. Yeah. That's it, you know. And, and it doesn't it's really not, work like no, that. No, not at all. Not yeah. at all. And that's why you, you get some of these, um, you hear some stories, some of the greats, um, artists, I call them the greats, you know, the huge successes, like maybe adult contemporary stuff. And, and it took them years to make it. Yeah. Um, there's, I think the song... I'm sure this, they're not the only story, but, you know, there's a group called The Cause, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I believe that when they had success with one of their songs, they wrote it 15 years earlier, you know? Whoa. And so um, yeah. there's all, for me, and this is what I'm praying on, because I'm going in a never give up, never give up, ever, yeah. right? Because it's just about timing. Everything is always about timing, isn't it? It's about 
It is. You have to write, you have to create, go with your flow. But if it's not going to happen even there and then, it might at another time in the future. That is true. So nothing is ever wasted. And that's what I'm trying to say that to myself and I'm trying to tell other people that because I actually truly believe it. And it's just a question of timing, but it's perseverance as well. You've got to keep going at a nice, steady, steady pace. You're talking about the steady pace is what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different too, right? Mm. I mean, I I also want to to say that. I mean, Mm. my journey is my journey. Of course. Right? And the things that Mm. I'm doing works for me. Yeah. Um, But I would encourage um, any artist um, to work your program. Mm. Figure out what works for you yes. and go from there. Yeah. So, for example, for me in 2020, I said mm. earlier I released like so many songs yeah. in, in one year. Maybe that's not for you. you know, <laughs> maybe maybe one song a month yeah. is good enough. Mm. Um, I'm at the stage now in, in, in my career where I mm. put out one song a month. I don't put out yeah. one. Yeah. Um, mm. Because I, I don't need to. It's yeah. not necessarily... Mm. Um, going to expand my fan base at this mm. point. Yeah. I'm putting out more songs. So yeah. what I'm focusing on is putting out. It, when I put something out, I really, really, really want it to be good. Yeah, I really quality. Want to stand behind, yeah, not that the other stuff yeah. isn't quality. No. It is, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm just more patient mm. and more um, fine tuning. Yes, my work, right. Yes, and I only yes. want to put it out. Mm. If I myself am addicted to the song, yeah, and I want to put it out. Like for example, my wife mm-hmm. told me uh, something twenty years ago mm-hmm. uh, when I was started making music in New York. She said, "You have to be a fan of your own music." Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand what she meant by that. I'm like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. She says, "When you make something, if it doesn't cause you to get up and dance, yeah. I'm assuming you're making a dance record." Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah. Then why the hell would it make anybody else dance? Absolutely spot on. Absolutely. So I looked at her and I'm like, <laughs> "Yep." Well, sweet son of a bitch, I can't believe you just <laughs> said that to me. I'm like, okay. She's like, she said, "John, you're not, you're not, yeah. you're not thinking of, of this properly. You're not approaching it because I was getting blocked, right? I didn't oh, yes. know what to do next or how right. to arrange the production." Yeah. Right. She's like, "You need to start over." Yeah. And just make something that's going to make you dance. Yeah. And move. And ever since then, yeah. I've been good. That's brilliant. And yeah. have, has this, this must have happened to you, I'm sure, in your career. I've, I've certainly witnessed it and felt it and experienced it. Is you start something and you think something's not working. And then it becomes a chore. Then yeah. it's not, not enjoyable anymore. And I think, God, you know, this isn't going anywhere. And the best thing to do is just to leave it and do something else. Go start yeah, something else, and then maybe go back at another time. But like you're saying, like your wife said, you know, it, it's so true. It's got to grab you, and if it grabs you, and you are a fan of your own music, that is fabulous. What she said there, spot on. Oh, then yeah. why shouldn't it be to anybody else? That you know, why not? And 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 people, mm. um, like I said earlier, people aren't stupid, man. No. They could feel your energy. Yeah, they could feel <laughs> like when you talk about. Yeah. Your stuff, yeah. your music, yeah. um, especially on social media when you're releasing yeah. something, yeah, that it translates and, yeah. and people get it. Mm. Um, I made a song, um, it's called Unreal. I made a song, I think it was a week ago, maybe 10 days ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love this song. Oh, I love it. The drums, great. it's it's different. I sat down to do yeah. a hardcore techno track. And mm-hmm. I left and I did something else entirely different. And I love this song so much. I said, I have to release this. I know my listeners are going to love this track. And I've been, myself, I must have listened to the song yesterday, maybe 25, 30 times. Oh, wow. Like, like, I love this song <laughs> you so much. love it. <laughs> right? I really do. That's and good. Um, I've noticed yeah. that my listeners are starting to translate uh, to my music in that way as well. What yeah. I mean by that is right now over a period of time, but currently right now, my listener to song ratio mm. is about five to one. So in other words, for every Dr. B listener, mm. they listen to five of my songs or the same song five times. 
That is amazing. That's brilliant. That one listener is spending that much time with me. That's lovely. And all I could say is thank you. Like I was. Yes. I've always wanted that. And and I've spent years trying to get that. And now you got it. And and now now I got it. And it's it's just amazing. Like if you listen to my song Planet X, uh, it came out last month. Yeah. It has, it does, it has about 30,000 streams. You know, it's not like hundreds of thousands or millions, but I'm very happy with that. But on 30,000 streams, it has only 5,000 listeners. Wow. So not 30,000 listeners for 30,000 streams. So clearly my music is um, Mm. like crack cocaine to some of these people. (laughs) Addictive. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that. Thank you. So I'm very appreciative. I'm very happy. Oh, you should be proud of yourself. Um, I mean, well, it you, sounds you, you, so you, you've had quite you've had a, a career in the music industry. Um, I was interested in what you said before about not liking your music just before you took a break and all, oh, the, peop- all was, the people that are in it. I mean, and you what, know, what music is about vibe. But I know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. it's about vibe. I, I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like I didn't have any fun at all. I, I oh, mean, yeah, sure. I did have. I, I did have quite a bit of fun, but there were more bad days than good. Yeah. And um, I had a mm. lot of fun with the Beat Miners and Duck yeah. Down Records and Black Moon. Okay. They're legendary hip-hop artists. And I mm. was um, privileged enough not just to meet them, but become friends with them. That's great. Um, and yeah. uh, shout out to Evil D and Mr. Walt. Those guys are some of the best producers of all time. Mm. I still remember Evil D giving me one of my very first uh, producing lessons. Yeah, he didn't have to do that, and he did. He's just a a, just a really nice and beautiautiful person. That's Um, nice. But there was there was just so much Mm. bullshit. It was just so much bullshit. It was just so much. Mm. Have you ever have you ever woke up in the morning and wondered who the hell are all these people? I have (laughs) I I had dozens of people around me that I didn't know. (laughs) Oh dear. And I was like, well, how are all the, how did they get in here? What is going on? Yeah. And I found myself around people that didn't care about me. Right. That didn't know me because I didn't know them. So Mm. they couldn't have known me. No. Um, Yep. They, and they only wanted one thing and they only knew one thing. Mm. They knew I had money and they wanted my money. (sighs) And I didn't like that. And it's no. not I, like the, no. the, the idea of yep. being around a bunch of people mm. that don't want to be around you mm. because of who you are as a person. Mm. We're not friends, mm. right? That really bothered me. I could yeah. never get past that. I could never get mm. past. Like one time I was walking down. Um, it was 8th Avenue, no, 6th, it was, no, 8th and 34th near uh, the studio. We mm-hmm. were walking down 8th Avenue. We were, we were taking a break and going to get some pizza. Mm. So I'm walking down the street, and my wife is with me. And I turned around. There were literally 30 people behind me. Oh, no. And I knew maybe four. <laughs> I just find it quite, it is quite comical, I will say. I mean, it's it's crazy. It is it's, crazy. It's crazy. All these people showed up. His stalkers. <laughs> they were asking me for, <laughs> hey, can I make oh, you no. beats? Can I do this? Pay me for this? Hey, look, oh, really? I can rap. Uh, can I get signed to a record deal? Can I, can you do this for me? Hey, look, I do, can I be your personal photographer? And uh, mm. I just, it was, mm. I couldn't take it. No. I between no. that and the alcohol oh. and the the, the drugs yeah. and the, I, I just mm. yeah, it's too I, I just much. could it was way too, too much. much. And also too keep much. in mind I didn't need mm. to do this. At the time yes. I had a successful business in uh, yeah. Montreal, Canada. Oh great. Yeah. Uh so I had left it, you know, I had mm. a manager, he was running it while I was living mm. in New York and I would check mm-hmm. in with him, you know, two, three times a day. Mm. So I also had a like a backup plan. You know, like my my attitude was, you know, if you guys piss me off just enough, I just might leave the country and come back. (laughs) And it turned out that's exactly what happened. uh, Well, I signed a a bunch of artists and one of the artists I signed um, is a a legendary hip hop artist called Sadat X from uh, Brand Nubian. Very, very, very popular. 
in the 90s, early 2000s. Okay. This guy, I like him a lot as a person. Mm, um, I so love, important. I so love important. his tone of voice. Yeah. Like he, the way he raps is very different from everybody else. Oh, and okay. I was willing to put a lot of money behind his solo album. Mm. Right? Yeah. Hmm. But we were only cool when he was cool. Right. In other words, if I wasn't paying for his weekly marijuana habit, oh, all, all of a sudden we had problems. All oh. of a sudden we weren't cool anymore. And one day he called me and he and I said and I said when I signed him a record deal, I had to give him thousands of dollars in a, in, a, in an advance, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I paid him like 10 grand or whatever it was. Yeah. And one day he calls me on a Friday. And he's like, hey, can you like wire transfer me or Western Union me like $500? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, I just gave you 10 grand. What do you need $500 for? He's like, oh, well, I want to get some weed. I'm like, dude, I own the record company. I'm not like your wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you can't just call me and say, hey, can I have $500 for weed? Like I'm not your bank account. Yep. Right? What you're talking about is crossing boundaries yeah. there. And yep. and that's and these guys yep. started treating me like a bank account. Oh, right? Dear. They would just call me and just ask me for random mm. shit when I already gave them my legal requirements. That's say, it. Okay, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Here's your money. Now manage budget it. your funds accordingly. That's right. Yeah. And I'll see you in the studio. That's it. Yeah. But you try yeah. telling a hip hop artist that. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I'm like, these guys are the worst. What the hell? And also keep in mind, I'm Canadian. I don't like, we don't act like Americans. Uh, yeah, I, I know, I know. I, I was. Oh, oh, it sounds like I, you have a story no, too. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I've heard the song Blame Canada, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's That was quite a hit over here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what you're saying is just, yeah, these crossing blurred boundaries, oh, expectations again. And, God, the pressure must have mounted on you. Massive I couldn't take it. Pressure. I couldn't take it between yeah. like, and also yeah. keep in mind, I'm running this other company. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. have things to do. God I don't really get a day off. And no. he's calling me yeah. about bullshit yeah. when I have well, 15 employees that I have to pay for payroll. Yeah. You know, like real yeah. issues. Yeah. And these, like I had mm. like, I remember I had like two, mm. I had two women that were uh, divorced and they mm. were single parents. Yeah. Like to me, my mind was there making sure they had checks. Yeah. But not getting that's... you weed. Like what the hell? <laughs> Anyways, that's the uh, thing. What really crazy. bothered me. That's not what really bothered me. Yeah. What really bothered me is his reaction when I said no. All right. He flipped the fuck out. Really? He yelled, screamed. He right. said horrible names, called me right. horrible names, like all so I looked at him like, bro, I thought we were friends. Like, what the? Yeah. Like, yeah. we spent a lot of time together. I took you out for dinner. Yeah. I gave you a record deal when no one else wanted to give you a record deal. Like, you're going to talk to me like this? So I just said, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. I said, know- and I yeah. told him right then and there on the phone. Yeah. I said, I'm officially releasing you from your contract. Mm-hmm. All the music that we've done together, you mm-hmm. can keep it. I will release, sign whatever documents you want, mm. and you could put it out with another company. The Good money answer. I gave you for the advance, yeah. you can keep it. You mm. don't have to pay that back to me. Name another record company in the world that would do that. No. Right? No. And I said, the only thing I want from you is to never, ever, <laughs> under any <laughs> circumstances, call me mm. ever again. Lose yep. my phone number. I don't exist yep. to you. And I hung up. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? That felt fucking great. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. going to do? Mm. I think I'm going to do that to all the artists. I <laughs> called everyone and I said, you motherfucker. <laughs> you fucking cancel. <laughs> Fuck you. Here's a contract. Go away. Right. And that's what it is. Yeah. And after I did that, I felt like gone. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was so, I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I Relieved. was that stressed. Relieved. Oh, you were relieved. I went out. Yeah. I had the that night I ordered the biggest pizza in the world. You know those giant New York slices? Yes. They're great. I, <laughs> I rolled the biggest blunt in the world. 
Yeah. I watched a cool movie with my wife. I said, oh. we're free. We oh. woke up the next day. I packed oh. all my shit and wow. I went drove back to Canada. Oh, and that you. was it. Yeah, goodness. I can just tell by hearing that story, that really impacted on you, probably on your mental health and your well-being as well. Big time, big time. Mm. And, you know, because mm. at the time too, yeah. my wife and I, we had um, we had only been married for maybe two years, right? maybe a year mm. and a half. Mm. And I got married really young. I got okay. married at 21. Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm, I wanted to have kids. I wanted to have a family. Yeah. And my wife at the was uh, training to be a professional boxer. <gasps> so yeah, she's kind of cool. crazy too. Yeah, ah, she sounds great. She yeah. terrifies me all the time. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, <laughs> where's my dinner? Oh, yeah. well, you, you take it easy, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus so Christ! <laughs> no, she's hilarious because she's she's also a psychotherapist. So oh, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Well, she's, I was going to ask awesome. you about your your connections there with with the forensics. I mean, you're you're um, a student, aren't you, of forensic yeah, yeah, psychology? Yeah. T- t- can you tell me a little bit about that and how long you've been doing that? Um, let's see. I'm in the process of finishing up my last year. Uh, oh wow! For, for my undergraduate. Okay. And then I'm I'm going to be doing. Uh, my master's and my PhD. Yeah. Um, but how I really got into it is, well, my wife's been a therapist for 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Maybe yeah. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And um, I absolutely hate her job. Mm-hmm. Her job is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from, from my, from my point of view. Yeah. Like what I mean by that is yeah. therapy is important. Yeah. Um, psychotherapy is incredibly important. But I really don't care about your anxiety and your depression. Yeah, it's a lot to take on. It's a lot. No, I just find it boring. Oh, like, fair enough. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Like, yeah, yeah. Like my wife's specialty <laughs> is couples counseling. Right. Okay. She yeah. loves doing that. Right. right. People mm. are saying, you mother effer, I'm going to. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's use our wow. nice words. Right. <laughs> but there's drama there. Uh, there's, there's, there's something for her to really fix and Mm. restore a family unit. Wow. That's, I find it very interesting. It is Uh, for me personally talking to somebody, which, and again, I'm not belittling this. People Mm. do have serious stress, anxiety, and different mental health issues. Yes. Yeah. For Mm. me as a a potential therapist, Mm. I just, that just doesn't motivate me. Like I just don't. Mm give a shit about your mm-hmm. anxiety and depression what really mm-hmm. motivates me is the crazy of the crazy like the worst of the worst okay that's what i like um right. i don't really know why but mm. the idea of somebody let's say there's a man he's married maybe has two kids gets up in the morning takes his kids to school um comes back home, goes into his basement, and he starts developing a bomb. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Mm. How that's that's what gets me. Right. This individual is able to conduct themselves in mm. an appropriate way, mm-hmm. given the context. In other words, yep. he or she realizes they have children, they mm-hmm. take care of them. They take them off to school because they know. That's where they're supposed to be. It's obvious. It's education. Mm. Children need to be in school. Mm. But on some level, there's a part of you that says it's okay to blow up another school or to yeah. blow up a, a mall yeah. Yeah. where there are other mm. children mm. and moms mm. and dads and grandfathers mm. and aunts and uncles just like you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a duality of thinking. Right? Like, do you mm. not understand that mm. what would happen mm. if your child died? Right? Yeah. Mm. My point is, on some level, mm. they justify their behavior. Yes. This behavior is yeah. okay to them. Yeah. That, to me, is a, what I find interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It is right? very interesting. I find that fascinating. Yeah. It um, is. You know, somebody who says murder wasn't enough, I needed to decapitate them. Yeah. I would like to spend time talking to that person, mm. right? Yes. Because yep. most people, if mm. most murderers don't 
cut off arms and limbs. They just mm. murder, right? And a lot yes. of murders are mm. done in, in the heat of the moment, the crimes mm. of passion. That's right. right. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people have self-reflection mm. and feel very apologetic. Mm. Accidents yeah. happen. But mm. this individual takes it to another level mm. and says, now yeah. we're going to do something horrible. Yes. And to them, it's not horrible. To them, this is appropriate behavior. Like, why wouldn't I do this? Yeah. Right? That's what That's I uh, really interesting. like, right? So when you compare yes. those type of how I could spend my day, yeah, yeah, I guess I would rather spend it in an insane asylum uh, talking yeah. to these type of people. Yeah, to really and, get into the mind. To really yeah, get and, into and the mind. And I'm, also, mm. I'm really big in, on clinical research. Okay. Um, mm. So... Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up doing my PhD paper on yeah. um, this type of behavior, like terrorism, right. uh, you know, the extreme of this, the extreme. And yeah. I'm just fascinated by it. I can't stop yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. And um, yeah. when I think on, well, I could do this. There's a lot of things, as you know, in mental health that you can do, yes. but I don't know. I think I would rather mm. like to spend nine to five talking with these type of individuals or working yeah. with the RCMP, the police yeah. department. Maybe yeah. there's a case that's unsolved yes. um, that we, you know, maybe a, a fresh pair of eyes to take a look at the case. Definitely. On. You Definitely. Know, those are the type of mm. things that I feel mm. I could really add value. Brilliant. And I could really add something else uh, to the world. Um, that's incredible. I'm, yeah. Just being another therapist yeah. Um, uh, with anxiety and depression, you don't have to come to me for that. There, there's yeah. like a hundred thousand mm. therapists that could take yes. care of that. Yeah, yeah. You know You're going mean? to another level there. You're going to another level, a whole other. Yeah, it's some. Um, you've got counselling, psychotherapy, psychology. Uh, then you've got you know psychiatry. That's a whole yeah. other level. So you're talking kind of more about how, how someone is wired, basically, and that rationalization, that element of, 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 of rationalization to make something okay. You know, like you're yeah. talking about a guy taking his kids to school and then the next minute he's down there making a bomb and it's what's that about? It is very interesting. Um, it's crazy. They have all kinds of television yeah. shows just dedicated. I know. To that, right? I know. I mean, there's I've, I've, so many of them. That <laughs> no, people was, find it unbelievable. Yeah. yeah like, how yeah. could you do this? It's fascinating. Yeah. And they it justify is, it. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So how many years? Okay. So you're, you're looking, I'm actually on a PhD at the moment. I'm oh, trying. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've intermitted for now, but um, I'm taking Gold. a bit of time. Doctor. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Oh, no, 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 no. When you get into the PhD, you, to me, you're a doctor. Come yeah. On. I mean, the thing is, is that I'm one year into it, but it's. Um, is it two years? It's no, it's going to be as long as I say it's going to be. Oh, it's either, okay, it's either three, three years at this rate, it's going to be 10 years. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm not joking. No, it's, it it's be about three, between three and five years. So I've done one year, but I'm going to go back into it. But I, I mean, where are you going to find the time? I'm asking you, I suppose, because I'd like to know. I'm curious. Where, mm. what, what about the, you know, going into a master's and then a PhD? That's going to be, I don't know about you. How long will it be for you then? A couple of years, three years, maybe? I mean, um, I don't know. You mean how much more education do I have? To do? Yeah, how how much? Oh, yeah, I have. How long? Uh, wait, one, two, three, oh, five. I have five more till one till I'm done. Yeah, so yeah. you're going. I'm not totally fine. Are you going to do it part time with with the? Are you balancing it with? No, your... no, no. What I do is I okay. I used to go to school uh, yeah. full uh, part time. Yeah. Um, but now I'm doing it full time. Okay. And Great. um, it's actually Ooh. it's not that bad. It's actually pretty good. I mean, to me, the hardest mm. part is now doing the undergraduate um, right i also have like my wife and i own a, a mental health clinic we actually have like 15 locations uh throughout ontario okay and so my whole life is mental health oh, wow that's um, amazing yeah i also i'm doing it from a different point of view and i think this kind of helps mm. me right i'm doing it because i want to do it not because i have to do it yes yes i'm gonna say that again i'm doing it because i want to do it um, yeah. I could spend my day doing music all day, every day. Mm. Uh, we own a successful business and I'll be mm. fine. But for me, it's not enough. Mm. Like why, why pretend I'm marshmallow every day as now, as much as <laughs> fun as I'm having pretending I'm marshmallow, mm. I just feel like I could add so much more to the world Yeah, yeah. by s splitting up my time. Yeah. Uh, doing forensic psychology. That's great. Um, 
That's great. Yeah, and I and I also see yeah. it's creating a really good example for my kids. You yes. know, they see their dad studying every day. And but they know mm. dad doesn't have to do it. Dad's yes. doing it because he wants to. He wants Absolutely. to better himself. He wants to be smarter. Yes. He wants to be more mm-hmm. than just this. I like mm-hmm. to read. I mm-hmm. like to read. Uh, I like to read these. You you know this better than I do. Those yeah, five hundred page psychology books oh. that we have to keep getting, right? Yeah, and but I reading. actually like it. Yeah, no, right? it's it's fascinating, and like you say, it's so important. What you're talking about here is you're talking about self development here, and it's come from a place of you wanting to take yourself to a higher place. Yeah. That's what you're doing, and that's really that's wonderful to hear, and it's very important. It's great for the young people to also. To, to actually look up to that and to, that that's it's not because you have to it's because you want to and that just makes all of the difference with every avenue you take in life actually yeah I think so yeah I mean I'm trying to teach mm. that to my kids and yeah. I'd like them to be the best version of themselves that they can be mm. um and my wife yeah. and I we try to teach them not just hard work but it's one thing to get, let's say, a certain grade in a class. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's another thing for you to work really hard, make sacrifices. Yes. And get the grade that you were aiming for or came close to. Yeah. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is we really try to implement like work ethics, proper study habits. Right. Uh, professionalism. Like yes. how do they speak to their teachers? Communication. Yes. And establishing a positive history. Yes. Right? Mm. For example, maybe I shouldn't say this publicly, but I will. Mm. In one of my classes, I've noticed that if you introduce yourself to the TA, mm-hmm. um, if you're just nice and mm-hmm. reasonable, but don't create too much of attention because they're working and they have things to do. So you don't want to harass them. No. But if you show them that mm. you're there, you're attending mm. classes, you're working hard, you're doing the work that's required of mm. you. And if you get in good grades, you'll get grades accordingly. Right. Now, I've also noticed as a student, every once in a while, you get lazy or maybe you don't do the amount of work you should have done that <laughs> week, or maybe the paper you handed in. Yep. It's not an A paper, yep. you know, because you were drinking the night before doing God knows what. <laughs> But I've noticed in those moments, and this has happened to me pretty much every time. Yeah. I still get the same grades. Wow. From, from <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is that I've established Ooh. a positive yeah. history. Right. Okay. So in other words, even yeah. though my work or my papers, and I, I'm telling you this because it wasn't an A paper. I'm telling you this right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I wrote it. It was not an A paper. Yeah. But maybe it's just, they're not paying attention. Maybe there's too much work. Maybe they just like you. I don't know. Mm. But for for me, if you just establish hard work, a positive history, I think the times when you need a break, mm. yes. it just may work out for you. So yes. what I'm saying is in my academic career so far, the, mm. day, the days and weeks that I've been slacking, yeah. The TAs TAs have been nice to me and still gave me pretty good grades. But if I've been slacking from day one up till now, then obviously I'm sure that grade would have been consistent with a D (laughs) and and not an A, right? It's those little things that I think helps um, everybody, but with kids, important. Like if you teach them this at a young age, very young. Absolutely. That will stay to them, yep. stay with them. It's like, yes. okay, I need to mm. work hard. I need to yes. do this. I need to yeah. do that. And it always happens, mm. right? Maybe you're mm. running late. Maybe you're sick. Mm. Maybe you just mm. need help. And you yes. go to your teacher. I need help. Can you do this for me? Mm. I know I don't have a B on this paper. It's a, yeah. you know, it's almost a B, but can you bump it up? Yeah. Can, and I've noticed if you conducted yourself mm. a certain way throughout the whole semester, Nine out of 10 times, the teacher, the TA will be like, mm. okay, cool. Yeah. You know, don't worry about it. Like, I know yeah. grades are important. I know you're trying mm. to get into the master's. Okay, no problem. Right. Yeah. 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 What, what you're saying is actually don't be afraid to actually ask for the help when you need it. 
Actually, no. or the assistants as well. No, but don't be a, a douche about it either, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you want to be nice and kind, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and conduct yourself accordingly. Mm. And uh, just for for the sake of it, obviously, being a decent person mm. uh, is good to be a decent person just yes. for the sake of it. But it also helps that if somebody remind you know remembers that hey yeah. this person works hard they're nice they're this right. they're that yeah yeah work they're ethics. much more likely mm. yeah. to give you a break when you need it that's all I'm mm. saying because right. these people are human yeah. beings too of course they're people they're not if this was a computer system no that would never work <laughs> the computer would just give you you know yeah but like mine earlier yeah, mine, yeah, yeah. mine just <laughs> mine, mine just said no <laughs> that's it. <laughs> We're no different, really, are we? You yeah, know. Right, right. <laughs> well, yeah. Dr. B, it's been uh, um, amazing talking to you. I just want to ask you one one last thing. Um, okay, your the the studies, your forensics, and the studies in that psychology area does does that creep into your art? Do you ever bring it in? Any of it, like any of the knowledge mm. that you're acquiring on an or are they two separate things? What do you need to think about? I that? try <laughs> not specifically, right? But um, I do try to incorporate it yep. musically. Okay, I'll give you an example. Give me an yep. example. Mm-hmm. I have a song I released late last year called uh, "Bad Guy." Okay, "Bad Guy" is about the doctor in an insane asylum, and he's right. giving group therapy, music therapy, right to some of the world's dangerous killers. Right. Now, in the group therapy, they're mm. all mafia uh, individuals. Right. I'm a huge, huge mafia movie person. I love the mafia. Okay. Oh, my God. I love it when they take the guy out and he thinks <laughs> he's going to go yeah. see somebody and they shoot him in the back of the head and there's a hole. <laughs> there's like a ditch in the desert and he's like, oh, my. And they're like, bang, bang, bang. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I give me a beer and a mafia movie. You make a best friend for life. Oh, bless oh my you. God. I now I know. <laughs> yeah. So in this, so so I tried to put that yeah. uh, into the song. So that mm. song you have, I even sampled uh, Jack Nicholson's voice uh, from the the uh, Departed. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so mm. you have a bunch of uh, there's uh, Lucky Luciano is in the song. Yeah. Uh, the leader, I forget Jack Nicholson's character from that movie, but he's in it. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? Al, uh, Al Capone. Um, oh, yeah. There's the lead character from the movie Queen of the South. I forget her name. She's mm-hmm. in it. So all these mafia people. So yeah, that's that's. I've done a couple of songs like that, but I okay. don't actually. Uh, there's there hasn't been anything like I've written, or, okay. Um, any hmm. direct knowledge, anything like that into incorporated. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. But maybe in the future. I was going to say, maybe maybe in the future. Maybe. Well, actually, yeah. I, you know, I'll give you a little uh, sneak peek. <laughs> okay. I have actually um, started writing this story called The Psychologist. Oh, okay. So in that story, he's yeah. more of like a John Wick type of character. Okay. And there's a lot of psychology involved into this. The story is actually really cool because he ends up getting yeah. manipulated by his best friend. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So his best friend asks him one day, you know, if you were going to commit this crime, robbing yeah. a bank, how could I do it without killing anybody or setting off the alarms? So the, the psychologist is drunk, sitting on a bar, and he says, it's easy. You do it like this. The next day, he turns on the TV, and he sees the bank robbery was uh, done, and okay. no one dies, and it all takes right. off from there. Right. <laughs> then wow. the, doc, the psychologist realizes, hey, I might have a business on hand. Okay. So he starts licensing mm. out his work to... Uh, the criminal underworld because he's bored as being yeah. a psychologist. So he's telling them how to commit crimes without actually killing people. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so you are going in that direction then slightly, slightly. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're bringing in the weirdness. <laughs> it is. It is. There's a lot of cool characters in that. Oh, uh, it's, it's been amazing. Well, <clears throat> just to, to round this off, I mean, where, where can the listeners go and, and find out about you? What what's your your website? Um, I mean, where where would you like to direct them oh, in terms guys, of web dress and yeah? Um, everybody can uh, check me out on Instagram. It's i underscore am underscore dr. Yeah. Dot underscore b. I'm mm-hmm. on Twitter. 
I-A-M-D-R-B, the number six. Uh, you could definitely check me out on um, all of your music platforms. You just yep. have to search Dr. B. Yep. Um, what else? Oh, I had a song that just came out not too long ago called Drinks All Around. So that's oh, going yes. pretty well. So if anybody so who hasn't good. heard it, uh, yeah. just scroll or search, sorry, uh, Dr. B, Drinks All Around. And mm-hmm. uh, let me know what you guys think of the song. Oh, and I got oh. a new song coming out in a couple of weeks called Un- Unreal. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I am going to be looking out for all of these. Oh, I'll that's amazing. I'll definitely amazing. send you an advanced copy. Oh, please. Please yes. do. Yes. Definitely. Dr. B, thank you very, very, very much for, for coming to talk with me. I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you. It's been thank absolutely you. lovely. Thank you, Dr. And, Goldie. Well, eventually, hopefully, <laughs> if I stick at it. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. That, that's that's, that's, that's not you. easy. That's, that's it's, amazing. 